Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar today? It is, uh, I, every week I say it's so busy, it can't be, it can't any busy, and then guess what? It gets busier. All right. That's yeah, good. so many super cool things that are happening. I can't wait to tell the podcast audience how they're working and how they're going. But uh, yeah, it's uh, amazing. Like today, for example, uh, yes. I just happened to be getting solar on my house. Going. <laughs> wow. So, I know, crazy. Yeah. Um, I've ha I had solar at my previous house, just so the listeners know I'm, I've been, you know, in the solar business for 14 years, never had it. But yeah, uh, we sold our house in December, moved to a, a new house right across okay. the street, which is hilarious. <laughs> and then yeah. it's, uh, uh, then we uh, moved in in December and we, it's just finally getting solar now. So, all right. It's like yeah. one of those uh, physician heal thyself things. Yes, yes. Uh, never, never hire a solar person to do your own solar, but I certainly did. Yeah. And <laughs> I can kind of hear stuff going on in the background. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it passed the final inspection today. So today we should be producing solar power. Perfect time for all this rain. That is yes, happening. it's so. a rainy day here in Northern California. Yes, yes. So it is very loud. I apologize, but it is kind of fun <laughs> to... This is what I wanted to kind of share. This is what happens during a solar install is that, uh, you know, it is kind of loud yeah <laughs> and uh, you know they're drilling into the roof and they're you know they're attaching the solar panels and right now i believe they're they're putting up the uh the pigeon wire around the panels because we have a tremendous pigeon issue here in brentwood so i know and it's very weird because they they just they focus on one house in the neighborhood and just destroy it <laughs> well they they tend to go for the house with the highest uh vantage point so, ah. um, yeah, it, but around here, they, you would think there's a pattern for pigeons and there is not. So they're just, they're just brutal and relentless. And, uh, you know, all we can do is we put up the pigeon wire to right. keep them out, but pigeons are, are very ingenious when they want to get in someplace. And then we've actually seen bent wire back. Wow. Pigeons have really bent the wire to get underneath the panel so they can. They can be a pest for sure, because once they get in, they can't really figure out how to get out. Yeah. yeah. And they die up there. Oh, yeah. Awesome. They break into their own jail and then they're <laughs> stuck in there. And so, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a mess. So, uh, and it, I mean, it's a literal hazardous waste mess once yeah. uh, they get in. So um, that can cost thousands and thousands of dollars. So do you um, recommend that people install, you know, solar with pigeon wire or like that around? No. Um, what I ask them to do is, you know, is to walk around the neighborhood mm -hmm. and kind of look at everyone else's, um, you know, if their install has, you know, if their area has a lot of pigeons to begin with, then it's probably a good idea. But if they walk around and they see most of the systems with no 
no pigeon wire around it, you're probably safe to get it if without without the pigeon wire. But but isn't uh, it? It's not that big of an expense, right? No, it just looks terrible. There's no real I... good uh, you know solution for it. So it's it just looks bad, but it's very functional. So I'm a big fan of it. But because uh, it does you know keeps the pigeons really uh, keeps them off. Uh, they, they peck at it for a little bit oh, God. and then wow, they, they right. leave. So yeah. And I'm going to be putting up one of those decoy owls up there too. Maybe they're attracted. Like you're, you're like one of those mystery spots. You have one giant magnet underneath your house. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, where there's, where there's crows, there aren't a lot of pigeons because the crows eat pigeon eggs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's go crows. But, no. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to live in a place with a lot of crows, James. Well, and then you, you know, crows, I don't know what eats crow, but uh, uh, crows take over. Uh, yeah. I, I lived in Japan for many years and every morning the crows would flock in to the mm-hmm. town to uh, basically eat everything. And, and they are very, very, very persistent and big I agree. and smart, super smart. And that's enough uh, bird talk, but yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> but okay, it, what did you want uh, to talk about today? Yeah, my real topic today has yes. is, is just been, uh, you know, we, we've talked in previous podcasts about kind of the benevolent uh, investor for nonprofits. Oh, and yeah. So, uh, you know, we're really looking into this hard uh, and, you know, recommending that solar companies, you know, if there's a nonprofit that comes to them and wants to go solar, it kind of makes sense for the solar company to do the solar for them, you know, I have to set up another company like an LLC and then there's some accounting and everything, but basically this LLC can take the ta- you know, do the solar project, take the tax credit and the depreciation expense and the nonprofit can pay the LLC for six years until the tax benefits run out. Right. And then the LLC will gift the solar to the nonprofit at the end of six or seven years. And then this nonprofit, you know, they've paid a discounted electricity rate for the last seven years. And then at the end of seven years, they get essentially a free solar panel system that will oh, continue wow. to produce for the next 13, 15, 18, 20 years. Nice. And the investor basically gets paid back everything that they put into it between the tax benefits and what the nonprofit is paying them. And so kind of an awesome deal <laughs> kind of the, a great way for any nonprofit. It, you know if there's i wouldn't recommend you know like a big group of investors get together for this it's, it's like limited to one or two that can essentially buy the system for them and yeah. then uh you know if it gets more than that then it's it's way too complicated and gets all crazy with who is doing what and we recommend it has to be someone who has an emotional attachment to that nonprofit. Because then they, they're not going to say, well, you know, I'm not gifting it to you at the end of seven years. We're going to run this for 20 years. Yeah, um, that, that would not be nice. Correct. I agree. Uh, but, you know, if it's a solar company and they're just, you know, they want to run it for t- 20 years, nothing wrong with that. Because it's, you know, then you're, you're taking advantage of the tax credit and depreciation expense. Uh, plus, you're getting income essentially for the next 20 years, which is... Who wouldn't love that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. One of the but... safest investments you can make too, because yeah. you know the nonprofit 
probably their second biggest expense after payroll is uh, electricity expense. And if yeah. you can get rid of that for yeah. them, you've now put that nonprofit in much, much better financial shape. Uh, plus, they, you know, obviously you're doing all the environmental side too. But, you know, after that seven years, they really, it's, it's pretty awesome that they <laughs> have free power, uh, you know, for the next seven years, or, you know, as I said, you know, up to 20 years after that. So it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty great gift. And it's a pretty great, you know, there's no downsides for any of this. So I think it's really important for solar companies to really look at this and offer it. Uh, but if it's emotional and you really have a, you know, a, a tie to this organization, you can gift it to them at the end of seven years. Uh, so, Jamie, I mean, it, what if you're a solar company right now that's listening to this and they're just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How do I set something <laughs> up like that? Do you well, just, you just yeah, so they have to, shoulders? to be in business, you know, you had to have started a company. Yes. And that start that company, it starts with Google. How do I start a corporation? <laughs> okay. And there'll be plenty of options of how to start a corporation. Right. So this is the exact same process. You start a new corporation. Mm -hmm. The business of this corporation is essentially a solar holding company. And that holding company will hold these solar projects. And then you basically just have an accounting person uh, track the income, track the, the kilowatt hours from each location. And then that tax credit from each one of those locations is applied through the tax return. So you obviously need an, you know, further accounting to right. do that. And the state in California, they charge $800 for having a corporation. So oh, my plan stars. for those things, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, if you have those administrative costs covered already, and then you can just, if you add one, two, three nonprofit projects, uh, that's not bad to, you know, cause potentially that's two, three, four thousand dollars a month that could be coming in tax-free <laughs> for the next 20 years. So uh, of course, the caveat, check with your tax professional. We're not, this is not a tax advice uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, but it is, this is how every power purchase agreement solar leasing company is set up. Right. And I was so, just going to say, you know, for our HOA, we have a, you know, that's, that's what we're signing up for. And yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the best of our choices available, right? So, right. Yeah. Because nonprofits don't pay any taxes. So the tax credit that comes with solar does not benefit them. Right. So to our other listeners out there who may not own a solar company, if you are affiliated with a nonprofit and that you know, could be church, for example, mm -hmm. uh, and the church probably has a gigantic electricity bill. And I'm not saying that you just go buy solar for them to get their electricity bill. If you can, that's great, but mm -hmm. perhaps there's somebody else in the church, doctor, couple lawyers, a solar company type of thing, where they could set this up and help the church go solar, help the nonprofit go solar. And most of the larger uh, PPA companies won't even look at a project under $250,000. So there is just a tremendous, tremendous opportunity for solar. and. You know, you mentioned solar companies. One of the biggest problems with solar is that the solar company will do the solar project. They get paid one time at the end of the project and they're required to support the solar panel system for the next 20 years. Right. You know, if there's a problem, they don't get any money <laughs> from that. 
ongoing in general. I said sometimes there is, but uh, in general, they're just expected to, you know, every time they go out, that's basically costing them five or six hundred dollars to do a truck roll out right. to that site. So this way, they can actually get paid a little bit going forward, and so it will really help the solar company to stay in business. It'll really help the solar, you know, installer because then now they have this reoccurring, there's no retirement plan <laughs> for solar companies. Right. So this could be their own retirement plan. So it, I'm really hoping, you know, there's, there will be, if every single solar company did this, great, because we will never run out of nonprofits that need, <laughs> need some help. I, and this is, uh, it's, it's, so there's no competition. I'm not giving away any, you know, any trade secrets or anything. I, I, Ever since you started talking about this, I know just driving around town, I'm like, church, no solar. Church, no solar. I mean, none of them have right. solar. And I look at them, they're giant complexes of churches. I mean, obviously with tons of electricity use. Yes. It's, it's amazing. Well, it's a miracle that churches were able to stay in business after COVID because... Yeah, <laughs> true. It's, uh, you know, and most churches tend to be very land building rich and money poor. Right. And so this would be just a great way for them to, like I said, stay in business, be able to provide their services mm -hmm. and kind of eliminate one, at least reduce for the first seven years and then virtually eliminate their electricity costs going forward. So it's a uh, no brainer. I'll do it out there. So if you know someone that has a lot of money and they are with a, you know, they are passionate about something. I know Tony LaRusso is passionate about ARF. Yes. And I, I'm a big fan of it as well. So ARF has huge facilities, but he could buy them solar for their building. He gets a huge tax benefit and ARF gets essentially free power uh, going forward. So that's it. Problem Easy. solved. Yeah. Wow. And make sure to do the pigeon wire. Then... <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pigeon wire. Yep. And electric vehicle charging stations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we're going to wrap it up there. If you have a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. Go to our Facebook page, Straight Talk SolarCast. Send us a message through there, and we will gladly get to it on an upcoming episode. And guess what? We have a website where we have our all of our past episodes where you can check them out. Maybe you, you have a question. Maybe they have gone over this one. Jamie has spent the last five years, at least, uh, doing this podcast. So there's probably not too many uh, facets of solar that he hasn't covered. So go to our website, solarharmonics.com, click on the link for podcasts, and treat yourself. If you have a friend who is considering going solar, this would be a great podcast to introduce to them because it will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the course of the life of their system. And... Like Jamie mentioned, if you are thinking about doing uh, this, talk to your tax professional first. Make sure that you clear everything with them, and we'll see you next time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California. 
who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.